Hello, church family. This is Pastor Zek. Well, Merry Christmas to you. It doesn't feel as merry as we would like. We are not able, as you know, to gather in person. We might say blasted storm. This is a cursed storm. I don't know how many are calling it this, but storm, Scrooge. It reminds us that our plans in this life are beyond our control. Since we aren't able to meet in person, I'd like to share a few words, uh, some thoughts from Scripture about the joy that Christ brings to us in the middle of our troubles. You may have read as a child or seen the movies, The Chronicles of Narnia, and in the first book, uh, the Pavenzi children make it to the land of Narnia, and in that land, the whole land, it's under the curse of the White Witch. The White Witch has made it always winter and never Christmas. Mr. Tumnus tells Lucy this and Mr. Beaver tells all the children this, that it's always winter and never Christmas. And that's, isn't it? Isn't that what this year feels like? It's winter everywhere you look. It's flying white snow. It's dangerous out there. And it's never Christmas. We cannot safely get together for Christmas celebrations. The White Witch in Narnia controlled everyone. If you defied her, she would turn you into a stone. Now, Narnia, we know, written by C.S. Lewis, is just a fable. The White Witch and her curse to make it always winter and never Christmas is just fiction. But they remind us of the frozen curse that, that humanity actually has been under. You probably know this from Genesis chapter 3. There really is a curse of mankind. Um, the fall was the moment in paradise when our hearts turned cold. Adam and Eve, they disbelieved God's promise. The promise was, eat whatever you want, work this beautiful garden, uh, multiply and have many children. I love you and I will dwell with you forever. That was the promise that God would walk with them and talk with them in this beautiful place. They disbelieved God's warning, do not eat of this tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat of it, the day you eat of it, you will die. Well, Satan tempted them in the form of a serpent, and they they fell. They were barred from the tree of life. They were banished to a cold life. Adam, as you read Genesis 3, he would be cursed with work, with toil, and ultimately with death. And Eve, our first mother, would be cursed as well with pain in childbearing and with a desire for her husband or a desire over her husband. They go out into a cursed world and into the domain of the serpent, the devil. He was cursed by God out into this world where it was in some ways always winter and never Christmas. But if we look at Genesis 3 again before Adam and Eve go out into a much spiritually colder world, we have to remember that God was still on their side. If you remember the story, Adam and Eve eat and they instantly know that their hearts have turned cold. They did not believe God and now they know evil. They have become evil. And now they are hiding from the Lord God. They have made of themselves uh, fig leaves to cover their shame. They are at odds with each other. They blame one another for this thing that they have done. Uh, They are at peace with the devil. And then the Lord comes to them and says, where are you? 
Adam says, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And the Lord said, Who told you that you are naked? Have you eaten of the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? And of course, the Lord knew. So here we see in this story that the man and woman are blaming each other. They are at odds with each other, and they also are at odds with God. But God steps in and says this amazing promise. He says it first as a threat to the serpent, the serpent who is at peace with Adam and Eve. He says to the serpent, I will put enmity or hatred between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Through Eve, God had promised one to come who would crush the head of the serpent, the head of the devil. And in so crushing, he himself would be crushed, or at least his heel would be crushed. You might be saying to yourself, Pastor Zach, that doesn't sound like Christmas at all. That sounds like uh, something else, the beginning of the Bible, but it doesn't sound like Christmas. Well, actually it is. It is exactly Christmas. This promise that a Savior would come, uh, this promise to Adam and Eve, is the promise that is for us as well. Here at the beginning of the Bible, the the Lord promises our first parents that he is not okay with being at enmity or hatred, hostility, a lack of peace between him and us. So he steps in and he makes enmity or hatred division between the devil and us. And along with that, God promises to make peace between him and people. And the way that he would do this would not uh, seem logical to us because we now are fallen. And so what we would do is not what is right, what is good and what is best. God knows. And so this first Christmas 2000 years ago, it looked like a blizzard. It looked like things were out of control, but God was in control. It looked like there was an empire uh, controlling the whole world that demanded worship, that demanded taxation. There was a an emperor in Rome who said, now is the time, let's count the people, let us have them all register at their hometown so that we can tax them appropriately. No one escapes. Well, in the midst of this chaos, this blizzard, God was in control. He sent Joseph and Mary to head south to Bethlehem because it was there in Bethlehem as we recalled so much in our living nativity, that there in Bethlehem, the one who would come to shepherd God's people must be born. Uh, There in Bethlehem, Ephrathah, one whose coming forth is from eternity. God himself would come to rescue his people, to be the one to crush the head of the serpent. He is the lion of the tribe of Judah. He would come to rule, to stomp on the devil, but as we know uh, from our whole story, that in so doing, he, his own heel would be crushed. You all know the story of the, the Achilles heel, the, the story, this myth, where Achilles was invincible except for his heel. And it was through his heel that he would be put to death. Well, in the same way, Christmas reminds us that God came ultimately to be put to death. God loved his people so much that even if the way to break the curse was his own undoing, his own death, he would do it for his people. 
Christ coming, Christ dying, Christ rising again from the dead. It is this that will break the curse that is upon mankind. It is this coming of Christ into the world that is something like Aslan in Narnia. Aslan is the lion in Narnia who is the Christ figure and he comes to Narnia into this place that is always winter and never Christmas and by his coming Narnia slowly begins to thaw. The snow melts, the grass begins to turn green and everything is different because Aslan has come. And so even though this year looks different than any other year for us, Christ has come. Christ has come to, he has come to undo always winter but never Christmas. Unto you this day is born in the city of David a Savior, Christ the Lord. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. God is pleased with you if uh, this is true of you. Jesus said in John chapter 6, people said, what is the work of God? And he said, this is the work of God that you believe on him whom he has sent. God is pleased with you as you trust the Son of God who has come for you. And as Romans chapter 5 tells us, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Some people have called this storm, Storm Scrooge, and it's bad in so many ways, but even Scrooge was redeemed. He saw the error of his ways, he saw the truth and the grace of God, and he was redeemed in his believing. And so it is with us, as bad as we are, Christmas reminds us that that Christ has come to redeem us, to give us new life, to give us a thawing of our hearts. Thanks be to God that it is not always winter and never Christmas. It is Christmas, and Christ has come to thaw our cold hearts, and we will see a green new day in his presence. So friends and family, thank you for listening to these thoughts about Christmas. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you his own peace that comes to us in the coming of Jesus Christ into the world. I know the Zek family will miss seeing you, but we look forward to the time when we get back together. Stay warm, stay safe, and have a blessed and merry Christmas.